with the emphasis on my family per se and my friends and families, uh, my friends of this family, okay? So did y'all get all that? No, y'all didn't get that. Let me repeat it. (laughs) Today is the last day for this particular format for our family. We're reaching out to more families, people that don't live in the the Dallas-Fort Worth area, that want to get words out to their family, that want to talk to their family, that want to use this show for their family, and they're not related to us at all. So my friends have listened to it throughout the week. I'm talking about you people. This show is going to be expanded to everybody, okay? So anyway, I uh, hope everybody's doing wonderful. hope everybody's uh, had a prosperous week. And, uh, again, you're listening to Five Smooth Stones. This is the host. I'm Seth. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, no one's brother Seth. But to the family, I'm just Seth. Irene's son. Irene is the daughter of Caleb and Azalee Booker. And this show is devoted to the Booker Douglas family and friends all over. And I do literally mean all over, different parts of the world even. A few people here and there. So, um, Folks, like I said, tonight is going to be the last night of this format. What that mean? That means that there's going to be some changes, simple and plain. Uh, we have a lot of family members that like this show and that I know listen because we've got a lot of numbers are pretty high, pretty high, but I'm not crazy. I know that the reason why these numbers are high is because some other people are listening. We was averaging like 50 people listening ever since November and then uh, when the show on Tuesdays and Thursdays grew, which it tripled, then so did the listeners on the Book of Douglas Family and Friends Network. It's something like instead of 50 people listening, we now have 250 or whatever around that number and less. Sometimes it's a little less than that, maybe 200. And I know what that is. That means other people listening. And don't mean that the family's not listening, but I just feel like it's um, – it's smart to include other people. If they're listening, if they're tuning in every week, why not include their families as well? So um, next week you'll be able to, uh, those of y'all listening that don't live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, you don't know anything about the Bookers, anything about the Douglas, you just like the show, you like what we talk about on Sundays, and you want to involve your family, invite some of them to listen in and talk about, uh, get involved with some of this family teaching. We've talked about breaking family curses. We've talked about, uh, why young people don't choose the most high. We talked about various, 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 various topics where it relates to family. We'll continue the family emphasis, but again, we are going to lift the boundaries and allow more families to be involved other than just Booker Douglas family and our friends, okay? So hopefully I explained that pretty good. How's everybody doing? Hopefully everybody's doing all right, and I mean that. I really mean that. Um, I wish so well this family and and our friends, and our friends mean anybody that know anybody in this family. If you just know one person, you are a friend of the family. You're welcome to listen, like I say, and um, you can ask questions. Those of you on the phone lines listening, you don't have to be blood. Again, if you know one person in this family, you are a friend of the family. You more than welcome can ask questions and make comments. All right. This is not one of those shows where we do religious debates like I do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So those of you listening that normally tune in on Tuesdays and Thursdays, please be 
aware of that and sensitive to that. Pretty much it's the family. We loosen up, talk about what's going on, uh, talk about what's going on in politics, how to get involved in a practical, family, uh, tangible way. That's what we do on Sundays. What, how is it going to help our families? That's what we do on Sundays. So that's what we're trying to do. So you're welcome to help us do that, and uh, and your family will prosper in some kind of way. In the meantime, if the scripture says, if you sow, if you help others, it'll you you will reap what you sow. That's a universal law, folks. Anyway, a lot going on, and I'll cover some news here in a little bit. But I just wanted to just say tonight is going to be a night where we'll talk about this, that, and the other. I'm not going to tell y'all everything. Y'all just got to stay tuned. You just got to stay tuned. Good music coming your way. Good. I got one little clip y'all really going to like if y'all just hang around. If you just hang around and keep listening, I'm telling you, I got a little surprise for you. The second half of the show, uh, that's 10 o'clock my time, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time for those that are listening. Again, that's not family members. Most of y'all call from the East Coast. That's why I mentioned that. Uh at 10 o'clock our time, Central Standard Time, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, we are going to look at what how successful we've been as the Book of Douglas Family Friend Network, what kind of shows. I'm just going to go and list all of the different shows we had. I'm going to go through it briefly, briefly, briefly. That's what I'm going to try to do and uh, talk about how we feel like we did because we're changing. We're moving to a different way of doing things. So how do we do with what we was doing? How did we do? Okay, what do y'all think of all those previous shows, all of those interviews of the uncles and aunts and them talking about how they related and the history of the family? What do y'all think about all these interviews? We don't have, like, I know I must interview, like, 60 elders and some non-elders. What do you think? What do you think? Think we should go back to interviewing? Or do y'all like these new topics about everything we've been talking about? Okay. Anyway. So that's what's happening. That's what's happening, and that'll be the second hour. We'll talk about uh, what shows what we, what we have accomplished, what we um, didn't accomplish, and um, the new shows. What in detail does that mean? This new show. Some of y'all just heard me talking to the people that listen on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and you you don't know those people. You're saying, "What's up with that?" Well, you'll find out the second hour. Up until then, we've got a lot going on, a lot going on, a lot of exciting stuff, so stay tuned. Um, we've got a little comedy coming at you, just a little bit of everything. So, folks, I do want to allow more family members to come. I mean, while I'm happy that some of y'all are already in the chat room, already on the phone lines, I'm going to allow some more family members to come. So we'll take a little short break here, and uh, uh, let's see what we'll do. What shall we play here just to give the family a little bit more? I'll tell you, well, let's just do this. We'll be right back in about, oh, let's be back in about three minutes. Give the family a little bit. So if y'all know folks that's not listening, tell them, hey, uh, tune into the show. Tune into the show. This is the time for y'all to call real quick while this little, uh, while we, while we playing this a little bit, uh, while we stalling here. Call other family and friends and let them know we're on, we're on, we're on, Okay. We'll be right back. This is Arlene Turner, Seth's wife. You're listening to the Booker and Douglas Family Friends Network. Enjoy the show. Hi, this is Donna, Arlene's oldest daughter. 
You are listening to the Booker Douglas Family and Friends Network. You guys enjoy the this is Kayla. This is Lydia. You're listening to the Booker Douglas Family and Friends Network. Enjoy the show. This is Kayla Booker, better known as Uncle Bud. And you're listening to the Booker Douglas Family and Friends Network. Enjoy the show.
Okay, folks, I'm back. I'm back. Okay, family, again, we got a lot coming at you, and I just want to thank everybody for being on time. Those of you on time, those that's late, I guess they just going to miss out, right? So, anyway, um, hopefully everybody's doing well, and y'all need to, family, I got to get on y'all. Y'all need to let me know about more things that's going on in the family, like birthdays, um, anniversaries, this, that, and the other. That's one another reason I'm reaching out to other people. I'm not chewing y'all out. It's just that I know that sometimes you need your friends to make family work. Because, you know, family sometimes can be our greatest enemies. I'm just keeping it real. So I think it's a good idea to reach out and let other people help us out. So um, that's just the truth. It's just all there is to it. Uh, I know that you're listening because we got a lot of family members in the archives. But like I say, uh, when um, the show... Tuesdays and Thursdays triple, so did the uh, family show, and I know that that means a lot of people are listening that um, it's from those Tuesdays and Thursdays, and it's no more than fair since they're enjoying the family show to kind of invite them to participate. I mean, wouldn't y'all do that, okay? How would you like to throw a barbecue and people that don't know the family come by, but it's enjoying the family, but you never acknowledge them? So that's just how I feel. Plus, y'all are not the most vocal. Some of y'all, you go and listen to the archives. I know that y'all are listening. I mean, I know that I know that by the numbers. But again, we need we need the phone lines to fill up like they used to some weeks. We need input, and uh, you know the family's going through a lot. Everybody's family's going through a lot, and I'm I'm to a point where now I'm beginning to de- redefine family. Redefining family, meaning a family is whoever do the will of the Father. Remember Christ, when they said, your mom and your daddy is here to get you, they're here to see you, and he said, who is my mother? Who is my daddy? Who is my, you know, we can extend it and say sister, brother, but those that do the will of my Father. And that's my due definition of family. I mean, I'm just going to keep it real. Blood, DNA, family. Sometimes can, uh, for whatever reason, hold you back, trip you up, be your greatest stumbling block in life. I think the number one enemy to every single body listening to under the sound of my voice and everybody on the planet, the greatest enemy is themselves. That's number one. It's not the it's not the devil. It's not it's yourself. We make more choices to harm ourselves than anything. But right behind that. Got to be family. It's just got to be. I'm telling you, it's just got to be. And I know I don't just speak for myself. There's a lot of people that have issues with their own brothers and sisters. So I'm to a point now where I'm looking for friends to step up and help us as a family. I mean that with every fiber of my being. I love y'all. I love y'all, and I know y'all love me, but sometimes we need help. Sometimes there's just too much. Um, the enemy is, is just having too much success in our minds, dividing us over the dumbest, dumbest stuff. You know, so many of us is, is plagued with jealousy and, 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 and just, just a lot of stuff. that and not, and not just our family. It's not just our family. It's not just our family. It's all families. 
we're plagued with this jealousy and competition and, you know, what's in it for me and, you know, that's your show, that's not our show and all kind of stuff. And we can never come together because somebody thinks somebody's going to get a little bit too much credit. It's going to be their thing. They're going to be able to boast. And the way I look at it, somebody has the initiative to start something, you need to give them a certain amount of respect and, 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 and a little bit of credit anyway. What's wrong with saying so-and-so was the one that started to run with this ball, but, you know, we came along and helped them run further. I just don't understand. So, anyway, I have to keep moving. That's what I have to keep doing. And I, when I see people coming up to the plate and batting and trying to help out and support me, I just think, hey, um, why not include them some kind of way? So this ain't about me, folks. I'm telling you all it ain't about me. You know it ain't about me. If it was about me a long time ago, y'all would have been hearing all kind of I, 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 me, me, me. I've been interviewing family members throughout this whole family trying to get us to know our uncles and aunts and, and, and elderlies because we don't know how long they have. I've invited Aunt Robbie to come on and share an inspirational tip, which I think I offended her when I mentioned things about the church, which which is rightfully understood because I know I can be harsh on the church. But, um, you know, I made the comment that the church is the worst institution uh, on the planet, and I still believe that. It is the worst institution. There is nothing more wicked than the church. I still will say it till I die. However, I followed that with this, that the church is the greatest at the same time. It has the greatest answer than anything else on the planet because it has a path to the most high. So it's like a hospital. Is the hospital the greatest place on earth for the sick? Yes. Is the hospital the worst place on the planet if it's allowing and, and killing the sick? If you would go to the hospital needing blood transfusion, heart work, and all this stuff, these dire needs, ambulance rushing you to the hospital, and they was there killing people, what would be the worst place to go? Would that be a more bigger sin than a drive-by? No, you know with a drive-by, these clowns out there anyway. That That's evil, but to me it's more evil to be in a place where people come for restoration and reconstruction and, to, and for salvation and you Fleece the sheep. You 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 lie to the sheep. You keep them in the darkness. That's why I made that statement that the church is the worst institution on the planet. And I understand, and Robbie being a, a minister, myself as minister, I understand how that would be offensive to her, and I totally understand it because all her life she's been a gospel preacher of the gospel, and not wasn't necessarily speaking of her. I was talking about these church members that do do, y'all know what I'm talking about. How can you have a church on every block in the highest crime rate? Come on, something is wrong with the church. I I am a student of the church. It's all I know. My mother raised us up in it. We used to go to church every day. I love the church. I'll always love the church. That's I'm a product of the church. Hey, but I ain't stupid. I saw what went on in there. Some of the most wanted people in the city of the Dallas-Fort Worth area come out of these very churches. And that stands true if we go to Newport News, if we go East Coast, West Coast, Chicago, uh, St. Louis. I mean, any, I don't know what made me think of Newport News. I was just thinking about that. What did I think? Why did I think of that? 
But it's probably because I get a lot of people calling from Newport News. But anyway, it don't matter where you're at in the United States. There's churches on every block. And it seems like where the most churches are, the most crimes are. It's just the truth. So, yes, it's the most wicked institution. Because the Bible says it like this. Let me say it another way. If that's too offensive like it was to my aunt, uh, Aunt Robbie, I'll say it another way. To much, whom much is given. Whom much is given, and is the church given much? All the authority and the power and the knowledge are, is the church given much? Yes. Well, if the church is given much, the church is responsible. Somebody could also say it like this. It's the most responsible. The church is the most responsible if they're given much. Somebody also can say it like this. Whom much is given much can be lost. Whom much is given, much can be lost. So I don't hold my tongue back. I've said a lot of ministers saying what I say, but it's the truth and they know it. If you have the greatest answer and you do not deliver, you become the greatest problem. How come people don't understand that? If it, and I'm not talking about one person. How come people can't understand that if you're given a lot of power and you don't do your job, you can't say that you're not as bad as the next guy because you've been given the most power. That's like an older person. Why they always say the older person is responsible, the older child is responsible, because they know more. The church is the highest, most powerful institution on the face of the earth. This is where we learn about the Holy Spirit. This is where we learn about evil spirits. This is where we learn about warfare. This is where we learn about love. This is where we learn about hope. This is where we learn about faith. This is where we learn about everything that mankind seems like need has been some kind of armor has been given out at the church. So if you go to a church and they ain't giving you no armor and you're in the middle of this war, what's the most wicked institution? An institution that have all this army don't don't equip your soldiers. So got a little sidetracked there, but <laughs> all I'm saying is uh anyway, family, I just got all off, I forget my point. That's what happened. I get all I mean I do these shows and I'm I'm very passionate. Sometimes I get too passionate, I forget my train of thought. But it don't matter, it's all good. Y'all know where we was going with this. Listen, let's do this. Well, I know what I was saying. I was talking about just, just, just family and needing help and needing support. Sometimes you got to reach outside the family. And I was just talking about how that, you know, um, you know, I was talking about how. Uh, anyway, anyway, let me move on, y'all. Obama, President Obama. You know, we always do his weekly address. I'll finish that later. I'll finish that later. But right now, I want to go to some different. Uh, President Obama does his weekly address, and I want to go ahead now and let y'all hear his weekly address. We try to do it every single week, so we'll do that today. We'll listen to President Obama's weekly address. For those of y'all that don't like politics, don't like getting involved with politics, it just ain't your cup of tea. you got too many things to do. Great. You should like this. This is just a little uh, his way of letting us know what he's been up to for the week. If you listen to his weekly address, you'll know what the president is pretty much doing the whole his whole term, because every single week he gives an account of what he's been doing. So check this out. This is President Obama, your president. I don't care how you feel about him. He is your president, for real. And this is just a weekly address. But don't get me wrong. Right around the corner is uh, 
November, who y'all going to vote for? Well, y'all know who I'm going to vote for. I keep saying it very loud and clear. Yes, he is the lesser of the evils. I'm not dumb. I do know that this man is being used by the powers that be. He's not He's not squeaky clean. I'm going to say it again. He's not squeaky clean. I'm going to say it again. President Obama is not innocent. He has been involved in some things that's very questionable, and he will have to give an answer to the Most High for his action. Okay, simple and plain. However, he is the lesser of the evils, and you will be crazy not to put this man back in office as much as he's trying to help your, your people. I mean, you can literally go and see stuff in your everyday life that this man have done for you, whereas other presidents... The rich could have said that. They could see things he's done for them. This man is trying to help the poor folks. Yes, he's about big government. He's about the government programs. That's right. That's true. But there's a lot that needs to be fixed in this country. So, y'all, vote for the man. This the Booker Douglas Family Friends Network is endorsing President Obama. You heard it from me. I'm just a little bit controlled on my sake. But anyway, here he is, your weekly address by the President uh, Barack Obama. Hi, everybody. On Friday, I visited Fort Bliss in Texas, where I met with some of our extraordinary men and women in uniform and marked the second anniversary of the end of major combat in Iraq. It was a chance to thank our troops for the outstanding work they've done over the last decade. Fort Bliss is home to soldiers who took part in every major phase of the Iraq War, from the initial assault on Baghdad to the years of fighting block by block to the partnership with the Iraqi people that helped give them a chance to forge their own destiny. And while the war itself remains a source of controversy here at home, one thing will never be in doubt. The members of our armed forces are patriots in every sense of the word. They met every mission and performed every task that was asked of them with precision, commitment, and skill. And now, with no Americans fighting in Iraq, it is my privilege on behalf of a grateful nation once again congratulate these men and women on a job well done. This anniversary is a chance to appreciate how far we've come, but it's also a reminder that there is still difficult work ahead of us in Afghanistan. Some of the soldiers I met at Fort Bliss had just come home from the battlefield, and others were getting ready to ship out. We've broken the Taliban's momentum in Afghanistan and begun the transition to an Afghan lead. Next month, the last of the troops I ordered as part of the surge against the Taliban will come home. And by 2014, the transition to Afghan lead will be complete. And as long as we have a single American in harm's way, we will continue to do everything in our power to keep them safe and help them succeed. That means giving them a clear mission and the equipment they need on the front lines. But it also means taking care of our veterans and their families. Because no one who fights for this country should have to fight for a job or a roof over their head when they come home. I also told our soldiers at Bliss that part of honoring their service means strengthening the nation they fought so hard to protect. As we turn the page on a decade of war, it's time to do some nation building here at home. My grandfather's generation came back from World War II and helped form the backbone of the greatest middle class in history. They helped this country come back stronger than before. Today's veterans have the skills, the discipline, and the leadership skills to do the exact same thing. And it's our job to give them that chance. It's time to build a nation that lives up to the ideals that so many Americans have fought for. A nation where they can realize the dream they sacrificed to protect. 
We need to rebuild our roads, and runways, and ports. We need to lay broadband lines across this country and put our veterans back to work as cops and firefighters in communities that need them. And we need to come together to make America a place where hard work is rewarded and anyone willing to put in the effort can make it if they try. That's how we can honor our troops. That's the welcome home they've earned. Thanks, and have a great weekend. Iodine protection packs from HempUSA.org are now in stock for immediate delivery worldwide. Our iodine protection packs include micro plant powder, green life kelp, red palm oil, and our clear roll-on iodine that will feed the body the iodine it needs. All iodine protection packs are in stock save you money and ship for free in all 50 states. Visit HempUSA.org or call 908-691-2608 today. HempUSA.org has a revolutionary wonder food for detoxing the body and rebuilding the immune system. Microplant powder can help unclog arteries and soften heart valves while removing heavy metals, virus, fungus, bacteria, and parasites. Plus, it cleans and purifies the blood, lungs, stomach, and colon. Keep your body clean clean with micro plant powder. Visit us at hempusa.org or call 908-691-2608 today. If you're taking one, two, five or more nutritional supplements, please stop. Simplify your supplementation with Bio Superfood, the most advanced nutritional whole food supplement you can buy. Men, women, children, even Olympic athletes the world over have discovered Bio Superfood from BioAge.com. And now take just one nutritional supplement instead of many. The Bio Superfood formulas are whole food products composed with four of the most nutrient-dense algae found on Earth. Bio Superfood for the brain helps with focus, memory, clarity, and mood. If you can increase brain health, the rest of the body is a no-brainer. Bio Superfood has zero toxicity, and it's safe for you and your family. Learn more and order your Bio Superfood formulas at BioAge.com, spelled B-I-O-A-G-E.com, BioAge.com, or call 877-288-9116. That's 877-288-9116. BioAge, the age of advanced organics. Okay, folks, I'm back. I like the iodine commercial. I played it for a reason. Hemp USA, them some good people, y'all. I thought of what can I play for the family over and over and over again to remind them about different products and a place to go to get health stuff. And can't can't top Hemp USA, y'all. Check them out. Check them out. Really, really. So anyway, we're back, and I want to thank everybody again uh, for tuning in to the Book of Family, Book of Douglas Family and Friends Network. Again, this is going to be the last day for this format. It is going to extend and open up to more families. If you're living on the East Coast and you want to ask your family to join in, check out the show, and you want to bring up and advertise some family functions and you can tell your family, hey, check in the Five Smooth Stones. We're going to be talking about what we're going to be doing this weekend. You can call in and and um, um, 
we'll go into this more later uh, on the hour in about another another 20 minutes we'll go into this. So I won't get too much into it now. But anyway, there's going to be a change. It's going to be a change. It's going to be a change. So we're reaching out to more friends to help us as a family and at the same time have your own family, okay? Because in the, in the end, we all bloodline relatives anyway called the human family. So anyway, I want to go ahead and briefly just go over the top ten movies. I know some of y'all like that, and so I want to do that real quick because some of y'all go to the movies a lot and you want to know what's going on. This is what, uh, not this weekend, but last weekend, not this weekend, but last weekend, this is the top two movies uh, at the box office, okay? Again, not this weekend, it just happened, but the weekend before that, this were the top ten movies. Are you ready? Are y'all ready for the top ten movies? You probably, some of y'all young people probably know it by heart. But anyway, for those who like this kind of stuff, you like going to the movies, I do it every once in a while. Hit and Run is the tenth most popular movie uh, over last weekend. Uh, it grossed that weekend, four point five million. To date, that movie has grossed five point seven million. Coming in at number nine, Hope Springs. Hope Springs grossed five point seven million. To date, that movie has grossed forty four point eight. And number eight, coming in number eight, Premium Rush. Premium Rush. That movie grossed six million last weekend. It debuted, so uh, it's six million to date. Number seven, coming from this, from 2016, Obama's America. 2016 Obama's America. Uh, you know that's got to do with the elections. <laughs> 6.5 million that movie gross. To date, 9.3 million. Somebody getting a little change from that. Number six, coming in at number six, The Odd Life of Timothy Green. Weekend, over the weekend last, it grossed 7.1 million. To date, it has grossed 27 million dollars. Number five, the, Nar- the Dark Knight Rises. The Dark Knight Rises. Check this out. This movie over the weekend grossed $7.2 million. To date, ready for this? you got to be sitting down to hear this. To date, this movie has grossed $422 million. Half a billion dollars almost for a movie, y'all. What is our culture about anyway? That is crazy. I mean, can anybody take us serious as a nation, as a culture, with that much movie watching? The campaign came in at number four. Last weekend it grossed $7.4 million. To date, $64.5. Paranormal, Paranormal, or Paranorman, uh, came in at number three, $8.6 million. To date, that movie has grossed twenty eight point two. The Born Legacy. I got to go see this one. The Born Legacy. Nine point three million that movie grossed over the last weekend. Date eighty five point five million. And that's a popular movie. Um, and then number one, The Expendables, uh thirteen point four million. Uh gross to date fifty two point I don't know why that's number one. I don't like Sylvester Salon. I guess uh, I look like him, man, anyway. But anyway, there you go. There you have it. There you have it. Real quick, that was the movies. And let's do the weather real quick so y'all won't have to worry about nothing else in terms of 
tuning in tonight to see what the, what the weather's going to be. Like I tell you right now, if you live in Dallas Fort Worth area, you might say say you done died and went to hell because it's hot as hell. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that, but it really is hot. Um, so, family, let's look at what the forecast is briefly. If you again, if you live in Dallas Fort Worth area, I don't know how we're going to do this new show when we start looking at. Uh, we start welcoming other family members from all over. How are we going to do their weather? But we'll figure out something. Okay, tomorrow, tomorrow, Monday, the high is going to be 104, low is 75. Tuesday, 102, low 75. Wednesday, 102, low 75. High is 75 the low on every single day. I think they're guessing. What do y'all think? Yeah, I think they're guessing. Anyway, I've been dying, not dying, but I really want y'all to hear this next clip. It's just the clip of the evening, other than what we're going to talk about. At the, uh, well, it's the highlight of the evening, other than what we're going to talk about on the hour uh, in about another 25, 20, 18 minutes. So um, this is Dr. Julian Hare. Julian Hare. Julian Hare is a psychologist, her and her husband. The Hares have been around forever, talking about black causes, fighting for black causes, fighting for black children, looking into the black psyche, studying the black psyche. When you get a husband and wife tag team psychologist, you got you something. They, there is nothing like these people. No other, I mean, again, a husband and wife studying psychology, and um, they are like a tag team. I mean, you know, if you got your wife studying with you, you're gonna be you're gonna be something to deal with. So this is Julian Hare, okay? This is at the Estate of the Black uh, Family. Uh, this is a clip from Tavis Smiley, State of the Black uh, uh, Family. I think that's the name of it. It's they have. I went to the, I went to this one. I actually went to this one in Houston. I think this is 2007. Uh, I know y'all know some of y'all know Brother Gary. He and I went down to Houston to hear this, and I think this is the one we went to. It was 2007, and this is Dr. Julian Hare. I've, I've listened to so many and went to so many, I get it mixed up. But y'all are gonna like this right here, and this is definitely family programming for real. All right. Again, Hare. You spell her name H-A-R-E. Some of y'all know her. Some of y'all don't. You 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 won't forget what you're about to hear though. But this is talking about the state of the black family and talking about black black relationships. This is a psychologist has paid her dues as far as the black struggle. She knows our people. She knows our mind. She knows our spirit. This is a very deep sister. Check out, and don't forget her husband does the same. He's just as powerful. So um, this is Dr. Julian Hare. You can look up on YouTube, uh, Facebook, all over. She's all over the place, all over the world, as a matter of fact. But check this out. Again, this was State of Black Family 2007 with Tavis Smiley. On a serious note, to the extent that black relationships have survived as they have, what say you about that 400 years later? It is amazing that uh, black relationships have lasted for 400 years. They lasted this morning. They're also going to last tonight, and you may not even know the person to whom you will have the relationship with. But they do tend to go over. Relationships do go over like that. And as we move into what has happened to this, I know that our relationships sometimes really reach a low ebb. That's one of the reasons why we wrote the book, How to Find and Keep a BMW, a Black Man Working. That was spelled out in there. This is very serious. 
Because relationships, our relationships didn't start yesterday or last week. It also started 400 years ago when those 19 persons were here. And I want you to remember something very important that one of our by any means necessary power brokers told us, and that was Malcolm X. He said, if we can only remember that you didn't land at Plymouth Rock, Plymouth Rock landed on you. And it's very essential that we kind of keep this in place. And knowing that these are the things that happen, then we have to move more to change it. See, we have a system that would not like to see black males and black females together. They would not like to see that happening at all. Because once we come together, they understand the power of the strength of the black woman, the queen of the universe. They know that, her strength. They also know. They also know the power of the black male, the warrior. If you would turn him loose, he will protect also his family and things that need to be done. And because they understand that if our relationships are together, then they will lose. But if our relationships are torn up, then we can forever be treated in certain ways by the oppressors. That's why they gave us something called integration, which is nothing but the illusion of inclusion. They gave us this. gave that statement. And when they gave that statement, it meant that they could go right into your homes. They went into the black homes now, the powers that be, and told us that you cannot discipline your children anymore. And if you discipline your children, you will go into jail. It's this kind of thing they told us. Now, this is amazing that, you know, the black uh, parents who in Africa, that was out of the question. Some social worker come in there saying you can't discipline your children, the social worker would disappear. As you all know, this kind of thing would go on. You would be sitting in a place like this, and all you had to do was act up and do something wrong, and all your mother had to do was to glance in your direction. Y'all remember that? And you remember that the glance meant, don't let me have to get up and come over there. And every once in a while in the black family, there was a fool who would challenge the glance. If you could get home over the foot, over the ironing cart, over whatever, you were sent to the backyard to get something off the peach tree. And if you brought something in that was too short, God forbid that you would do something like that. But then it got so terrible in frightening us. This is why we got to take this back. And this is the best part of our action plan, is to reclaim the minds of our children. Because then they went into the public schools and took discipline out of there. So when we acted up in there, they put our boys, our black men, into something called special ed classes. are nothing but holding cells until they can go to the state prison. But this is what they did. And then, the one thing that they knew, that if we can put them in prison, if we can have them convicted for a felony, then once they get out of prison, they cannot get a job because of that. They cannot get the job. And then if they happen to eke out and find a job, then they have to pay taxes on a job, yet they cannot vote. And I call that 
taxation without representation. That's what we're looking at. And if one of the things that we would learn to do, they did a grand thing when they took that discipline away from us, because when they made our parents afraid to discipline the children, then what happened? We found out that the teachers were afraid of the principals, the principals were scared of the superintendents, superintendent was scared of the school board, school board was scared of the parents, parents were scared of the children, and the children ain't scared of nobody. media that's owned by the corporations, 
When you get ready to change your lives, when you get ready to demonstrate, when you get ready to march, when you get ready to come to the covenant, when you get ready to endorse and make uh, a Titus one of our next elected officials, well, what happens? and see what the leading blacks are doing. Because that's when the leading blacks sneak into the door to the corporations, and they will tell the corporations, oh, we know how to go and put them down. We know how to get you some real affirmative action Negroes to come in here and work. We know how to do that. But at the end of the day, the leading blacks lead the corporations, and the leading blacks have gotten paid while we have gotten played. Julian Hare, I'm telling you, her and her husband is bad. These folks is bad. I mean, in a good way. This is some of that stuff I be chewing on when I ain't doing these blogs, and I educate myself, listen to her and people like Naeem Akbar, and I don't just listen to church folks. Church folks have helped me out tremendously all my life, and I wouldn't be where I am today had it not been for the elders and wise mothers and fathers in the church. However, the church for the most part is like a gigantic clique. And there's a whole lot of knowledge outside them four walls. If you don't venture out, you will find out one day that you can grow no higher than your pastor. I'm going to say that again. You will grow no higher than your pastor. It's okay if your pastor's the most high, though. But unfortunately, I ain't never met one that was. So whatever little education they don't know, that's what you won't know. So anyway, there you have it, Dr. Julian Hare. Dr. Julian Hare. I want to take this time to turn towards the health area of of our lives, uh, our health the, um, health subjects, and I want to play this clip we play every single week. Uh, well, not every week, but we try to. This is knowing your rights, the HIPAA laws. Again, I can't play this enough, family. I know y'all get tired of hearing it. It's only two minutes, but it's just reminding you what rights you have when you go to a doctor. Check this out. Your health information, your rights. Whether your health information is stored on paper or electronically, you have the right to keep it private. Those rights are protected under a law known as HIPAA, the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. HIPAA gives you important rights. First off, you have the right to see or get a copy of your medical records. Sometimes you might not be able to see certain parts of the full record, but you always have the right to ask. If you find a mistake in your record, you have the right to request to have it corrected. If you disagree with your doctor or health plan about certain information in your record, you have a right to submit a written statement of disagreement that will be kept with your record. You also have the right to know how your health information is used and shared. Now, your provider is allowed to share your information for certain reasons without asking you first. 
like when your doctors work together to determine how to best treat you when you're sick, or to report the flu when it's in your area. But in general, your providers can't give information to an employer, for example, without your permission. And if you'd like to know who has seen your health information, you have the right to get a report. That's called an accounting of disclosures. HIPAA gives you the right to say how you want to be contacted. For example, you can tell your provider what phone number they should call to contact you and whether they can leave a message. HIPAA also gives you the right to request that your information not be shared with certain people or organizations. All these rights are spelled out in the Notice of Privacy Practices, which is usually given to you or posted at your doctor's office or hospital. Be sure to read this notice carefully. It lets you know exactly how your information will be used and shared and how your rights are being protected. And lastly, if you think any of these rights have been violated, you have the right to file a complaint. We're serious about working with you to protect your health information. Know your rights. To get started, just visit the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Office for Civil Rights at hhs.gov OCR. All right, folks, there you have it. There you have it, y'all. Check it out, check it out, check it out. Know your rights, family. Know your rights. I'm very serious. There's people going to these hospitals and get told a little bit of everything. And uh, we just got to know what's going on with our bodies. We have rights, you know what I'm saying? That's all there is to it. Hippa, hippa, hippa. Go check it out. And if you can remember, you can always rewind that and listen to it again, okay? All right. Now, family, it's top of the hour, and I said that we would talk about uh, this new show that's coming. What are we really talking about? A new show on Sunday is what we're going to be doing. Uh, what's ending? What's ending today? I told you all today is the last day for this format. What does that mean? And what happened? Is there some bad, some, you know, let's talk, okay? As you all know, we started this show on November the 13th, 2011, and it was designed to bring the family together. It was designed to address uh uh, I believe the most I put in my heart to do to help bring the family together, help make us one, help us to be less strangers. And many of you have reached out uh, with comments, suggestions. Uh, when Early on we had the phone lines uh, lit up, people calling. But like a lot of things, for whatever reason, people kind of die out. I think what it is, the enemy starts to talk. He starts to say, you know, different things. I don't know what the enemy going to say because the enemy is foolish and he's void of knowledge and no telling what the enemy is whispering. When I say the enemy, I'm talking about evil spirits whispering to us. I'm also talking about our egos, which is our flesh. So, you know, with these enemies, the flesh and the evil spirits and, and just carnality and ignorance, things happen. Families all over the planet, not just our family, get divided, chopped up, and the enemy, once he divides us, he conquers us. So this show has still been doing really well in the archives, I mean, it has jumped. We used to have like 40 listeners, then it jumped to like 50, then it jumped to like 60. Well, when I tripled on Tuesdays and Thursdays of my shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays, when we tripled, so did the Book of Douglas Family Friends Network, and I think it's nothing more than other people listen to the show. For that reason, it's why I'm one of the reasons I'm making this change, because I just feel like people are listening, probably three times the amount of people listen, three times the amount of the family that listen. I mean, again, I had some like 240 people listen to this show, and I know there ain't about 70 family members out there that even have access to, uh, that even listen on a regular basis. So I know what's happening, 
four times that many people as strangers listen to this family blog. And I think it's nothing more than uh, I think it's just wise I reach out to them as an extended family, so to speak. After all, some of y'all are not calling in like you used to. You're not giving uh, birthdays like the show is designed. Shout-outs to birthdays, shout-outs to anniversaries, shout-outs to different things happening in the family. We still will take that starting next week. We still will take shout-outs to birthdays, anniversaries, everything I've been begging y'all to do for the last six months, it's whatever it is, you still can do that. I don't expect you to, and that's cool. You know, everybody got their own their own life, and that's cool. I'm not bitter, nothing like that. I just feel like, look, it may not be time right now. So if you could be pushing something that people just don't have time for. Fine. Well, there are people that do have time for it, and I think it's ludicrous for me to just ignore them, talking about some blood family. So if blood family right now don't have time, they may have time later. Maybe they're busy. Maybe they're stressed. So... I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do when people don't talk back to me. So I have to go with whatever I feel in my spirit is best to do. So uh, for whatever reason, people value what I do and what I talk about, what I'm trying to do during the week. That don't have nothing to do with family, though. Okay, but for for whatever reason, these people have trickled over into Sunday, and so I listen to these family shows, and now they're interested. So I think it's a good idea to extend everything we do to other people as well. In other words, if they have, if they want to tell their family to listen, they've got something to tell the family, they can tell the family on this show. You know, let's say the Millers over in, uh, I don't know, New York. Uh, they want to tell their families to listen in, and, uh, you know, they want to give the family some information. As long as it's, you know, a couple of minutes, I don't have any problem with that. I want to reach out and let as many family members use this time, this blog, this phone number, whatever they want to do. If it gets out of hand, I'll just have to say, hey, you know, y'all doing too much of y'all family stuff, and and you're clogging the air, you're spending too much. But I'm talking about things like uh, uh, when I say these other people can get involved, I mean people can get involved with things like uh, messages, like a preaching message. Like if they heard, if one family in New York heard a message that changed their life, and they call me and say, Brother Seth, I want you to put this on because I want, I want, I'm going to tell my family to listen. Then, of course, they can tell their family to listen. They can call and say, hey, I want to just, this is uh, Joe calling from, uh, um, you know, Manchester, New York, Manhattan, New York. I just want to invite my family to listen to uh, to, to the show tonight because it, on the hour we're going to have some teaching. They can do that, and Booker Douglas can do it too. They can listen to the same teaching, Okay. Now, obviously, we're not going to know their aunts and uncles and all that, so we can't allow them to start talking too much about their aunts and uncles and history and all that. But we can listen to any type of shows, any type of programming, any type of wise saying, any type of poems, any type of recipes. You know, and even it probably won't hurt to hear a birthday, a shout-out, even if we don't know them. So that's what we're talking about, a new format. New format, new contributions, people calling in that's uh, uh, maybe not from the Dallas-Fort Worth area and they're still Booker Douglas blood. Or maybe they're not Booker Douglas blood calling from Chicago and they want to share this family uh, message they heard that changed their family, really helped their family. They want to reach out to the Booker Douglas family and friends and share the same information. Of course they can do it. Of course they can do it. Why wouldn't we want them to do it? especially if calling in and suggesting and talking to me. This is what we need. We need to be able to, to, to dialogue with each other. 
Okay, after all, you need, I'm going to tell you all something. This is, I'm talking to everybody, all families. You need friends, strangers to come in and break up some of that deception that family members be having with each other. Man, I, I'm telling you, I'm so used, I'm so tired of the enemy just coming in and lying to each other, saying this family's trying to do this family. You know, I'm so tired of uh, aunts and this side of the family, jealous of that side of the family, this side. You know, all these black folk ain't got a quarter, uh, pop the piss in most of them. And they just fighting over nickels and dimes. Nobody really ain't got no real leverage power. And they should be united like the slaves used to be when they had no leverage. But instead we get a few little cars, a few little houses, a few little this, a few little that, and we start fighting over this crap, and I'm just tired of it. So, yeah, I'm a little bit little bit disappointed in my family. I'm going to be honest, you probably can hear my voice. But at the same time, I understand people have their own lives. I got my own life. I don't know why folks think I sit around and just do blogs. That's just my way of giving back. Some people go and work in soup kitchens. Some people go and work in their church. Some people go. I happen to think that going on the air and doing blogs is one of the most constructive things I can do to uplift my people. And that's what I do. And I mean, when I say my people, I mean anybody that's following the most high. I share everything I know that I think I in any way I can help. Now, do I know everything? No. Nope. But what I know, I know. And what I have, you can't take it away from me. Nobody else can. I can't take away from you what the Most High has given you. You should be sharing what he has given you, and I should be sharing what he has given me. Well, the way I share is through blogs. This is my way. This is my way. Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm reaching out to people. On Sundays, I have this blog to try to bring in my family. I think I have been successful in some things. I think I haven't been successful in some things. And I think where we haven't been successful is because the enemy is talking. He's whispering. He's got us divided. He's thinking this side of the family is in competition with that side of the family. I will tell you right now, folks, ain't nobody in this family got anything I want of substance. I'm being real. I'm so real. I want, this is what I want, and tell me if anybody in this family has it. I want enough money to where I live off my interests. That's number one. I want a marriage that's so strong, nothing can penetrate it. I want a wife so supportive, it's crazy, okay? It's just crazy. She just would die for me, okay? Again, when I mention these different things, look around the family and see who you know got this, okay? I want children that's responsible and love the most high, falling after his will, okay? I'm not looking for somebody who's got a degree looking crazy. There's so many of us got degrees and acting the fool. Matter of fact, degree people is what's screwing up the world. Yes, I want my kids to get a degree, but that's not where it's going to end. I want I want some godly, fearing, God-fearing children. Do I have it? No. This is some things I want. I'm striving. They're getting there, but they're not there yet, okay? This is what I call success. I want a relationship with the Most High that's like Moses. I mean, I want to know the Most High in every single way. Do y'all have that? Do anybody in this family know they have that? I just want to be some minister. I don't want to be some reverend. I want to truly know the Most High, honest and truly. That's where I'm at. I want my wife to know the Most High, honest and truly. I want us to lay hands on the sick and they recover. I want us to raise the dead. I want us to imitate everything Christ did. Do y'all know people that know that? You see what I mean? This is where I'm at. This is what I want. I promise to God. This is what I want with every fiber of my being. 
okay? I want to be able to uplift black people. I want to show them the true heritage, who they are as a people. I want them to know who they truly are, which I happen to believe they're the people of the Bible. I happen to believe they're Israelites. That's debatable. We're not getting, going to get into that. But I want every single person on this planet to be a household name that those black people in America are one of those lost tribes. And I want the other tribes identified as well. This is why I travel so much all over the world, not all over the world, but just 24 little countries I've been to, trying to do just that, learn and, 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 and share with different people, different tribes I've met, like in Australia, the uh, untouchables, that's what they call them, you know, sharing with them who they are and why they're there. I love to travel all over the world sharing with the, the Israel, whoever they are. The true Israelites, not those people in Israel. Okay, that's a whole nother teaching. All right? But this is the kind of information I want to be about. I'm so above little trivial, little tiny, little small minded, little penny anna arguments. I'm talking about even that a lot of white people have in their family, and they have far more stuff than what we have naturally. I'm talking about physical things. So to me, there is nobody in this family or even friends of the family that have what I want. That's not to put down what they got because they're striving for things probably higher than I am. I'm going to say that again. They're probably striving for things bigger and higher than I am. I'm just talking about me. I'm just talking about me. So I am looking more than just money. I want more than just I'm the saved. I'm sanctified. I want more than me and my wife has a good relationship. I want more than my kids is graduates of Harvard. I want more than good health. I want more. I want more than what we see. And I don't know anybody living like that. I just don't. I don't. I don't know anybody that's living like that. I've seen people getting close to it, and everybody I see that's close to that. They're they're not people that any of y'all know. Again, some of y'all want something higher than I want. Good for you. Good for you. Those of you that aspire for things even more than what I just said, good for you. But remember, that's what I said I want. So having said all of that, this blog is just to bring us together to where maybe I can, some of y'all can help me realize those goals and I can help some of y'all realize your goals. Again, some of y'all aspire even higher dreams than I do. But this is where your cousin, your brother, your daddy, whoever I am to whoever listening, this is where I'm at. This show is so important to me. I've tried so hard to interview elders so we can know who our elders was before they die up out of here. I had the opportunity to interview Kayla Booker on, on November 13th. I had the opportunity to interview uh, Reverend uh, uh, Bobby Baylor on the uh, 27th. He's a good friend of the family, uh, Reverend Bobby Baylor. Uh, actually, uh, Reverend Bobby Baylor is family. Excuse me, I'm talking too fast. I had the opportunity to interview um, Gula Jones, Dorothy Jean, Irene Booker, my mother who is past. How do you interview a dead woman? Through her kids, we talked about my mom, uh, Reverend Robbie Slaughter, my aunt, Billy Rhines, Verna May, uh, Reverend Ray Melton, uh, Amos Howard, uh, Donald Shaw. I should, probably should give these dates, Nona. Let me give the dates where y'all can write this down. And those of y'all that don't know these people, just hold on. I'll be done in about one minute. 
On November 13th, Caleb Brooker, 1127. Remember, if you don't get this, just rewind it. That's why I'm talking fast. Reverend Bobby Bailey on 1127 of 2011. Gula B. Jones on December the 5th, December the 18th, Dorothy Jean. Uh, December the 25th, Irene Rhymes by way of her children. Uh, January the 8th, Reverend Robbie Slaughter. January the 15th, Billy Rhymes. January the 22nd, uh, Vernon May. Uh, my aunt, uh, January the 29th, Reverend Ray Melton, uh, 212. Amos Howard, 219. Donald Shaw, 226. Monroe Howard, 34. Alma Jean, 37. I interviewed myself, 318. Chris Booker, 325. Davida Harris, Four on 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 uh, April the first, we interviewed Morris Turner, my brother. Four uh, eight Gerald Gerald Shaw. Four fifteen Cynthia Rowland. Uh, Four twenty two Donna Smith. Four twenty nine David Johnson, friend of families. Five six there was no guest. Five sixteen Mother Day special there was no guest. Five twenty Virginia Gilmore. Five twenty seven there was no guest. Six three there was no guest. And the rest of the shows have been no guests. Those were the only shows we had guests. And I invited lots more family members. Some people want to get involved. Some people shy. You know, so I tried. My goal was to interview my whole family. Well, I was unsuccessful. What does that mean? Nothing. Nothing. They just didn't want to do it. They don't have to do it. They got that right. I'm not terribly upset about that. But I'm just saying, for those that are busy and you got other things to do, you should do that. You should do whatever the Most High leads you to do. Some of y'all, you never were supposed to listen to the show because you just have really things on your plate, and I'm not upset with that. I'm just saying because of the response of other people, we shouldn't invite them into the uh, show. So starting next week, if you listen to me and you live in New York, California, Chicago, all these places y'all call me on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and you want to get your family involved, you want to call with different suggestions for the family, poems, recipes, anything family-related, call starting next, next week and just drop it on me. Brother Seth, I just want to uh, leave a poem for my family. You know, the, we're the Millers. We're right here in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, I want to leave this poem. And then you just leave that poem and just tell them to check out the show. Check out the show. If you want to say, Brother Seth, I got I, I got a message, man, that I heard on YouTube, and it really blessed me and my family, helped us to get along better. You tell me, uh, come on the show and share it. If you call me ahead of time, email me at Seth uh, Stones, S-C-T-H-S-T-O-N-E-S, Seth Stones, like you throw stones, Seth Stones at Yahoo. If you email me and say, hey, I want you to have this clip, for uh, my family, you can do that, and I'll have the clip ready, and we'll play it at the, on the hour. We For the first hour, we always talk about different things like like we did today, you know, the movies, top movies, weather, Obama. We did do a little weekly thing with Obama, uh, the weekly address, and then we may have health tips on or comedy. Top of the hour, hour later, one hour after the show starts, we start playing these clips, uh, sermons that help the family, something family-oriented that's going to help our family learn more, get along better. So if you have ideas, please let me know. I will play them for the family. And they don't have to always be Christian either. I'm going to say that again. They don't always have to be Christian either. One more time. Whatever I'm going to play, 
don't necessarily have to be Christian. If you got something, a few curse words, it's here and there, but there's knowledge involved and people can learn from what was being said, let me know. We probably could play that if there, if there's knowledge. There's a bunch of just unnecessary cursing. Now they're going to get played. But if you got somebody like Farrakhan, every once in a while he say, hey, all or something, I, believe, believe me, I, I would think that this family is wise enough to understand what that means, okay? So new show coming, folks, new show coming, new people coming, new inspiration coming, new drive coming, new belief coming. At the same time, I encourage this family, I'm talking about the Book of Douglas and our friends, to keep listening, keep listening, keep listening, keep contributing, and because we need each other. We need each other. And uh, I know that the Most High to give me this, this dream, this vision for nothing. This family is too divided, chopped up like most families are. Ain't no strength, ain't no unity. It's just this side of the family, that side of the family, and even, in, even among the different aunts, you know, sibling robbery and jealousy, and I'm just, it's so foolish. It is the most craziest thing I've ever seen, but the strange thing is it ain't just our family. It's every single family out there. I've talked to a lot of friends, and our family is like an angel compared to some of the stuff they got going on. So I don't know what that ringing was in the phone lines, but it stopped. It sure sounded a lot clearer. Hopefully y'all can hear me better. But that's that's what's on my heart, folks. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all. So please, if you're listening to me and you're not a member of this family, you're not blood-related to no Booker, no Douglas, you calling from Tulsa, Oklahoma, you just happen to like this little old show. You've been listening to it for the last two or three weeks. It's 150 of y'all. Keep listening and start calling in and including things for your family. It might not be a good idea for you to start naming all your nieces and nephews because we don't know them. So you can do it if you're going to do it real, 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 real brief. I mean, like in less than a minute, because we don't know them. Just do general things like this is to my family. I got a recipe. I wanted y'all to check this out. Get y'all's husband to cook y'all this. Or get y'all's wife to cook y'all this. And just go through a little recipe. Call in on the show, press 1, and give us a recipe. Call in the show, press 1, and give us a poem. Call in, press 1, and give us a wire saying. Call in us. Call in and press one. Tell us about an event that's happening that you want to invite your family to, even if it is in Chicago. Just make it quick because we ain't in Chicago and we can't come. So just make it quick. But you are more than welcome to the new show. I don't quite know what the name is going to be yet. It may stay the same because technically you will be friends of the Book and Douglas. Right now the name is Book of Douglas Family and Friends. That could mean people all over. So we may keep the exact same name. I don't know. I'm leaning towards keeping the exact same name. But uh, just know when we say friends of the family, you are friends of the family. Many of y'all know me, and if you know me, that's good enough. As long as you got to know is one person is family, and you can call in and start talking about family. In the meantime, there is some new Booker and Douglas uh family members that we've been started to uh, invite that lives in various parts of the country. Some of y'all live in Missouri. Some of y'all live in Georgia because we got this big uh, anniversary coming up in uh, reunion, family reunion coming up in um, January uh, in um, in Atlanta, Georgia. So there's lots of y'all that are new to listen to this show. And then here I am talking about some new thing we're going to do. Well, you still can call in, still can get involved, ain't nothing changing other than uh, what I've said. And uh, I guess something is changing, but still, Booker Douglas, Family members is still this is still their show. They still can call in and 
and do whatever they need to do to talk about things here locally, blah, blah, blah. It's just that we got to invite a whole lot more friends to get involved. So you heard it from me. So y'all go tell your friends and family, uh, those of you that if you're living outside of the Dallas-Fort Worth area and you're not bloodline, Booker Douglas, call and tell your family, hey, start listening to this family show because i got something I want to talk to you all about. You know, start listening to this family show because i got some uh, a clip. I want you all to hear this message. You know, if you have a message, again, for your family, Send me an email and say, Brother Seth, I really appreciate you play this. I'm going to have my family listen uh, on the hour. Please, please play this for my family. I'm going to say it again. You can use the phone line. You can use this show. I'm going to say it again. You can use this show. Just simply email me the clip. As long as it ain't crazy, I'm going to listen to it. And uh, you know, hopefully it's less than 30 minutes. But if it's an hour and it's good, hey, we'll use the whole hour playing this clip just for you and your family. Because other family members going to be able to enjoy and benefit from it here locally. So that's why I'm saying it's cool. It's cool. If you want your family to hear something, let me know, and I'll send you an email saying, okay, I'll do it. And then tell your family to tune in, give them the phone number, and they will be able to listen. Now, in the meantime, somebody said, well, what are you, why are you doing it? What's your real reason for doing it? You always got these people that's thinking like that. Obviously, if everybody do this, this show is going to grow. You bet. But check this out. I don't get a dime. I, I don't. I don't. Blog Talk pays. If you get 5,000 listeners a month, you get $20 because they make a killing off those people with all these ads. And they try to throw $20 at you, which is an insult. That's why people want to get their own websites because they want to make their good money. They don't want to make a little 20 a little $20 for 5,000. How many people? 5,000. So you can't make no money in no Blog Talk unless you really have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people listening. I mean, like, a hundred thousand, five hundred. I think you're only talking about three hundred some dollars, so or something like that. Whatever it is, do the math. You can do the math. So anyway, what am I getting out of this? Nothing. Other than people following me. That's it. They may listen on Tuesday and Thursday and hear more of that. But what do I get out of that? Nothing. Do your research. I get nothing out of it. Because we ain't near no five thousand for real. I just want to see families come together. And if it's not my family, not a problem. Not a problem. My first priority is my own household, not my relatives, cousins, aunts, sisters, brothers. That's not my priority. My priority is what's in my house right now. Next priority is my sisters and brothers, but I'm not going to lose no sleep if they're not following the most high. The Bible says my family, folks, listen to this. The Bible says when they ask Christ, he said, they said, your your mom is outside, your dad is outside. I mean, they said, your mom is outside. And he said, who is my mother? Who is my father? Some people think that means he was disowning his mother. That's not what he was saying. He said, who is my mother? Who is my father? He went on to say, only the people that do the will of my father. This is my family. Some people say, oh, that's too spooky and spiritual. No, Matthew 12 and 46 through 50 gave the account of people looking for Christ and said, your mother has come. Christ said, 
in verse 48, Matthew 12 and 48. Who is my mother and who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand towards his disciples and said, Behold my mother and my brethren. Verse 50. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven, the same as my brother, sister, and mother. I'm going to tell you something, folks. You will have a whole lot of less heartache if you count these people, your family, than your own blood. Your own blood, that civil rivalry, all these demons talking, all this jealousy spirit, you will find yourself in an early grave. Go with whoever's following the most high. Whoever it be, it might be your sister and brother's blood brother, then thank the most high that your blood, your own blood is following. But when your blood starts tripping, when your blood starts tripping, cut them loose just like you would some person that ain't got nothing to do with you uh, that you don't even know across the street from you. Cut them loose, run from them like a plague. The Bible says fear the very appearance of evil. They may come back around. When they come back around, then they're your brothers and sisters again. But I don't think the Most High, no longer think the Most High want us to be bound up because we was raised with somebody. So what you was raised with your cousins? How are they living now? Your cousins when you were little and your cousins now is two different people. They could be the one to pull up. Don't you know people marry folks and they're in love and everything's wonderful, and later on that very husband takes the life of their wife or their wife takes the life of that husband? They changed over time. People change, and when they change, you need to make your change. You need to get up and get out. You need to put people out of your life. I'm talking about abandoning your relatives. That's right. That's exactly what I'm talking about. If they no longer find the most high you are, y'all going down two different paths. Y'all going to clash. The spirit in you and the spirit in them is going to cause y'all to, they're going to destroy you. You just, you're going to a different direction. The most I didn't say you were obligated because that's your father. Let my father do something stupid. I ain't bound by nobody. I ain't bound by no husband, no wife. You say, your wife? That's right. I ain't bound by nothing on this planet that this, that they go contrary to the most high. Now, I got to make sure I'm not going contrary to the most high for real. I'm going to say that again. You got to make sure you're not going contrary. Make sure you're not the one that's tripping. But, I mean, you see people that's just not following the most high anymore, and you are, they are your enemy. I cannot make it clearer than that. They are truly, truly, truly your enemy. You can see Tom, like, well, that's my uncle. I <laughs> keep on playing with that. I don't play. I used to, but I'm realizing something. Let me tell you something else about family real quick. Because you got people out there that's foster people. They don't have a mom, dad. They don't even know who their dad is. They don't know who their mom is. And some of them raised up in homes, they don't know who their mom and dad is. And then some of them foster care, and they don't know who their mom is. Let me tell you something. I noticed something about insects and animals. And I got this questioning, this whole concept of family. You ever notice that insects and, you know, they'll have babies and they'll go crawl all across the ground and, they go thousands, seem like thousands of miles from the family. You ever one of those insects ever connect back up and have a family reunion? It's like they grow up and they never see each other again. You ever wondered about that? Animals grow up, they have kids, and so they don't, 
yeah, they kind of hang out while they're little, but they get up and they they grow, and sometimes they don't see each other very often. What is family in the first place? I'm beginning to look at this thing completely different. I, I promise you, I'm so serious right now, y'all just don't know. Family members do more harm. Remember I started off earlier saying, who is your biggest enemy? It's us. Your number one enemy against you is you. I'm going to say it again. Our biggest enemy against us is ourselves. That's number one. So we got to make sure we're not killing ourselves, making stupid decisions, being ignorant, not getting proper education, hanging, make sure we hang around certain type of people, make sure we're drawing the right people with our words and actions. We got It's a lot. It's a lot we got to do to just take care of ourselves ourselves. The next person that calls or the next thing that causes us more pain in our life is our family. We got to check these folks out. We got to stop them at the door. Make sure they're right. Now, if a family is in your corner like they're supposed to be, ain't nothing like it. Ain't nothing like it. But if they're not, they just not. Move on. You know, move on for real. Don't be in love with no blood, I'm telling you. Some of y'all know your dad is. Forget him. If they don't know you and they weren't married with you, they didn't help you, they didn't bring you up, you know, that be it. Don't don't live your life trying to, you know, find somebody that ain't had nothing to do with you. Move on. I mean, some people, I just want to know who they are. And I can imagine, I can't, I can't imagine that. But I just don't. Seem like that wouldn't be that important for somebody to know their daddy. But again, I don't know that because I know who my daddy is. But we didn't have the best relationship coming up. My stepfather's the one who raised me, and I look at it like this: anybody that's not in your life, they don't deserve you. If they don't spend quality time with you to bring you up, you, unless you just have this all this extra time to give to them. I think whatever they spent their time doing when they wasn't with you, probably that's where they need to finish their time with unless it was in sin. But I'm just saying, if somebody wasn't in your life and all of a sudden they want to be in your life now, should you forgive them? Well, yeah, you should always forgive people. If you're walking on forgiveness, that's a whole other level of sinning, and you open yourself up for demonic possession and oppression. Possession and oppression. So all I'm saying, talk my family tonight, for those of y'all that I don't know why you would just be tuning in, but uh, anybody just tuning in, again, tonight we're talking about family, family, family. We're talking about uh, some changes we're going to make in the show, why we're making the changes, and and uh, and uh, did we accomplish what we tried to accomplish? I don't know. I don't know. I wanted to see all of my family getting involved with this blog, but I know for a fact y'all got Lives and the goal was is to not have everybody listening every week. I kept telling y'all that. The goal was to listen about once a month. Everybody in the family listened once a month. We would have a very successful show. It's not designed to listen every week. Stop what you're doing, Seth. No, never wanted that. Never designed for that. That people are busy, busy. But you got to spend some time to see what your family is doing if you have any care. And if you're too busy to give one week, then really why should I, why should you be spending time to, if you don't have a week, if you don't have a day, or let's make it, let's 
fifth to what it really is. If you don't have two hours for your family a month, you don't need that family. When you try to say, if we don't listen to your blog, we... I'm saying this, if you don't have time for your family, I've been doing this since November. Some of y'all ain't, if you listen, I don't know, how am I supposed to know if you don't say nothing? You really should just forget about this family. Go on to somebody you do appreciate. Life is too short. Don't be wasting around with people calling your cousin and all that, you really don't have time for them. That's why y'all don't see me. If I don't have time, I don't have time. People have time for, I make time. This family is too big to be looking at everybody. And I understand that. So pick who you're going to be with and be with them. Pick who you're going to support and just be with those people. And never, ever, ever call them cousin or go around them and just stay with those, that little unit. You know, if this side of the family feel like, well, I don't have time, then okay, don't call them your cousin. Don't support them in no kind of way. That way it won't be confusing. Your actions won't be confusing because if you say people see you and go, hey, how you doing? And then you ain't never got a two seconds to spend with them. That ain't, you know, we're we, we wasting our time. I don't do that. I try not to. Y'all don't see me because I, what I don't have time for, I don't have time for. It ain't no hatred. I just don't have time for everybody. That's why I have this show. The most I believe gave me this idea. Right, we're gonna do. We're gonna move on to something else. But I just gotta say this real quick before we switch gears here. The most I gave me this idea that we're all of us, no matter how busy we are, no we are, on the planet. We got cousin up in uh, all over. I'm not gonna sp- specify no certain cousin, but we got people all over, and they can listen in to this show, and they can just. You know, be blessed by it. Even if they're busy, busy, busy. But I'm beginning to think that I'm pushing and shoving something down some people's throat, and I feel like I'm wrong. I feel like some of y'all, you just don't have time, and even if you did have time, you wouldn't support it because you don't want to support this side of the family. So this is why we're reaching out and changing the format and allowing more friends to come in. I think we have succeeded in getting those interviews that we got. We got some elders. I think I got most of the elders interviewed. So if something ever happened to them, we got what they like, what they dislike. We got them talking about family and history. Some of the boys, some of those interviews were so wonderful. Thank you, everybody, for being involved that was involved in that. Thank you all. I'm telling you, I really learned so much. So those people help accomplish, all right? Those of y'all that called in, thank y'all so much. I really mean it. I'm not trying to be facetious. I just wish that we can continue to do that and got people have gotten more involved. And But I can't be sitting up doing programs and nobody calling in. And even though I know y'all listen because the archives are loaded with people, why would you listen out to the show and never call in and never make an effort? Because you feel like it's my thing. I know. Well, you're about to see it ain't my thing, just like I've been telling y'all. Other people are going to call in and watch from all over, and uh, they'll make it our thing, not my thing. So let me take a quick little break, Kim, and we're going to talk about some 
uh, goals we want to accomplish with this new show, and just some other family things that's important, some things I've been wanting to say, haven't said yet. Y'all may want to stay tuned. I ain't about to blow up nobody. I just want to just share some things. You know, this family just got to make some changes. We just got to. All there is to it. People are dying. Elders are dying. And other families that are listening to me right now, y'all know the same thing going on in y'all family. People dying around y'all, folks tripping over dumb stuff. And most of the time, it's just these little old pens. Ain't nobody got even a six-figure income in most of these families. Everybody's just tripping, 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 tripping. Anyway, don't let go of your family. Now, I remember in Vogue, they used to sing, don't let go. It's just a little tune. Be right back.
All right, I'm back. I'm back, folks. Um, I just like that. Don't let go. Don't let go. That's the main reason I played this song. Don't let go. Don't let go. Don't give up. I'm not giving up on the family. I'm telling you right now, I'm not giving up on the Booker, the Douglases, and our friends. It's just you got to sometimes bring in strangers that don't have all these old connection lies. They ain't got their mamas talking to them. It's like amazing how everybody listen to their mama. Everybody think their mama right. Nobody would never think that your mama could be the one starting a lie. You're, and everybody listen to their daddy talk about this side of the family, that side of the family. It's amazing. You know, I remember coming up, you know, I heard some things about, you know, uh, some aunts and some uncles. And I would go around to aunts and uncles, and their kids would talk, and they say, well, we heard some about your mama or your, you know, your side. And you be like, how did you, what did you hear? Because, you know, kids, they don't care. They just talk. And my cousin was telling me certain things they would hear. And, and it's just amazing. And it's all about jealousy. It's all about, you know, who was supposed to have had this and they feel like they didn't, wasn't entitled to it. Never seen so many people squabbling over nothing. And, again, nobody, nobody got nothing really of significance. Unless you have the most high in your life, all this other stuff. And I'm not being super religious or super spiritual. What is a car? I mean, for real, what is a car? Something to deteriorate. To deteriorate. I mean, what? what is, I just don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm totally, I think money is a tool. It's a wonderful, wonderful tool. It's one of the most amazing tools on the planet. But it's a horrible, horrible, horrible master. If you serve money, you're in slavery. But if you use it as tool, you are a tool, you're a very wise man. I know I'm not saying it's like I really want to, but family, 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 y'all, we need to wake up. I mean, honest. We're dying every day. Every day we're getting closer to the grave. And what? while we sit around and fighting over just some of the dumb stuff, I just don't know. But I know one thing. If you're not doing the will of my father, you're about to get cut off, cut cut off from me. You probably say, "Oh, great, that's uh, great. I ain't down with you, no way." That may be cool, but I'm telling you, and I and I admonish anybody listening: if folks are not serving the Most High, and you are, you cannot walk with them. The Bible says, "How much? How can they walk unless they agree?" You can't walk together with somebody you don't agree with, you don't see eye to eye with. You just can't. I don't care how much blood they are. I don't care if y'all were raised together. I'll tell you what you can do with them. Just have events like, you know, y'all go to bowling. And you can go bowling with them. But don't talk about nothing because you ain't got any in common. Just bowl with them and leave. Bowl with them, laugh and leave. Go swimming. Go swim and leave. You know, go 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 to the football game. Go to the football game and leave. You don't have nothing to say to these people because they, if they're you know, serving another God, you know, I always how they serving Jesus, but if they really serving some other than the Most High, you really have no business with them at all. Period. Period. But then again, the Bible says you're not supposed to be an island unto yourself. You are not supposed to be somewhere not with nobody, nobody, nobody. You need to be having fellowship with brothers and sisters that of like faith that that serve the Most High like you do. You got to fellowship with people. I know sometimes people are bad news, but you can't be an island to yourself, family. Those of y'all that, you know, you thinking, you know, everybody ain't good enough, and 
you off by yourself. That's not what I'm advocating tonight. I'm just saying, for me, I'm just learning some things. You don't have to listen to this blog. Let me, I don't want to go off this show tonight without saying this. I don't want people to think that I'm trying to chew out family because they're not listening to the blog. I'm I'm having issues with the family because they don't show no sign of support, some people. You don't have to listen. Just call in every once in a while and compliment somebody or just throw a little email or just text and say something. Act like you're out there. And then as soon as the show goes off, you go and sneak into the archives. So I know you're listening. I know you're out there. I know you're listening, but why you don't verbally say to your brothers and cousins or whoever I am to you, you know, brother, you're doing this good. It's like on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I have people that I don't know, never seen, and, you know, offer, some of them offered money. Yes, I'm going to say it again. People have offered money. You start offering money, you, 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 you're in another level. People really do trust you and value you. They don't have to listen every single week. They don't have to listen to every single show. People just, if you're trying to bring people together, sometimes you need to be told thank you. And and when you're talking about blood, you should get it. But this is why I say I'm not down with this blood thing necessarily because some people's blood, they be the ones that destroy whatever you're trying to do because they think you're going to get a few more praises they ain't going to get. I just never understood that. Anybody know me? No, I ain't never been a jealous type. Even my own wife sometimes don't understand why I don't be get jealous of you know, I've never been jealous with no girlfriends. I've never been jealous with nothing. I just don't think nobody's that worth that kind of drama. And ain't nobody, again, I told you all what I wanted earlier in the show. I want things that most people ain't even thinking about. I mean, I want some things serious, and it's far, far, far more important than money. I want. I'm talking for myself. If you want to make Brother Seth happy or Seth happy, it's going to take a whole lot more than a new house and a new car. It, it, it's so much more than it because it seems like the people with most things are causing the most problems. And seem like things with the people with the less things is living a more simpler life. That's a fact. So anyway, family, I'm just going to wrap this show up here in another, uh, let's see, about another 10, 13 minutes in. Anybody got any questions or comments? You more than you could ask them. Whether you related to the family or not, again, if you know me, you are a friend of the family. You don't have to be bloodline. So, anybody got any questions or comments in the chat room uh, or on the phone line? And about nothing, I want to let everybody know is Tuesdays and Thursdays are a very big show for me. And I don't have to be concerned with the family at all. If I just want a whole lot of people giving me glory, I can just continue to have the kind of show I have on Tuesdays and Thursdays, just add another show on Sunday. But instead, I blocked off this time for my family. And I know uh, while the chat room is normally full of people, when I have family, it's only a few people. The phone lines is normally full of people, but when I do the show on Sundays, it's just a few people online, except what's happened since this show uh, tripled. But I'm just saying, the early on with this show, the Book of Douglas Hamilton Network, I'd average, oh, maybe about eight people on the phone lines and about, you know, two people in the chat room. And that was that's what we we did that for like two or three months before a few more people started calling. And, I mean, that is not 
kind of numbers I have on Tuesday and Thursday. And what am I trying to? What am I saying? I'm saying that if I was all about just me and, and van, vanity, I would not have picked to do this show in the first place. So understand that I'm trying to really bring the family together as best we know how. And some of y'all are just too busy. You need to care enough about the family to contribute just a little bit, just a little tiny bit. And that can be in the form of a compliment. Brother says you're doing a good job or Seth, you're doing a good job. And uh, keep up the good work, something like that. But it's okay. It's okay because either way it goes, that's going to come because I'm going to do like the scripture says, you know, my family, my family, my real family is those that do the will of my father. And when you're doing the will of the father, you don't forget little things like that, okay? So, listen, this we may be able to wrap this show up for the for first time. I just thought we may have some questions that kind of left a little time. But y'all are picking the city and listening. That's wonderful. That's good. Hopefully ain't nobody upset. I ain't nobody's mama. ain't nobody's daddy. All I know, I'm just sharing my feelings about the show. I think we've been successful a lot of information that went forth about who we are as a family, lineage, where we come from, uh, through Kayla Booker, uh, Ain't Robbie, just the various people we've had on. Great, great, great. I'm so glad y'all did that. Anything happen to these family members, you can come to Blog Talk Radio, click on the proper date, and listen to your elder even though they pass. Some of these people are very old, but we have them on audio. You can burn a copy of your uh, uh, CD or DVD and, and have this for your uh, forever. So I'm glad we was able to accomplish that. I'm disappointed that we did not able to. We were not able to listen to every. I mean, we were not able to interview everybody in the family. The goal was to interview everybody, and then we get down to the teens. Instead of doing one whole hour for a teen, we was going to triple up and maybe interview three teens at one time. So eventually everybody could say, I've been on that show, and we would know what every single one of y'all's goals are, and we would know what every single one of y'all aspire to be. We would know what every single one of y'all is up to, you know, those that didn't want to talk about your profession for whatever reason, you're not talking about your profession, you're just talking about what you like in life or what you experienced in your childhood. It's a very good idea, this show, and it's going to continue to go on. And we still can do some of those things, but now we're going to allow other family and friends to come in and help us where we've been weak, and maybe we can help them with some issues they may be having, okay? It's just as simple. And in the meantime, uh, although this is the last show of this type, I want you all to remember, uh, seeing that this is the last show of this type, I want to remind everybody that on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I do have a show at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. Family members, those of y'all in Missouri and various other parts, listen to the show tonight. Again, I know y'all listening because the archives is, is, is really high. Please check out the shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you're listening on the phone lines right now and you don't know what the website is, the Blog Talk website with all of these shows and titles and interviews. It's www.blogtalkradio.com slash the number five underscore smooth underscore stones. That's five smooth stones. Five underscore smooth underscore stones. Not dash, but underscore. www.blogtalkradio.com slash the number five underscore 
smooth underscore stones. Go to there and just move down, and you'll get to see all of the different shows we have on Tuesdays and Thursdays, as well as the blog talk radio shows. Okay? Please check that out, y'all family. You're missing out on the Tuesdays and Thursday shows. I'm telling you, we'll be getting down. A lot of people calling from all over the country. We'll be getting to some very deep subjects, talking about spiritual warfare, talking about Egyptology, talking about Christianity, talking about just Hebrewism, uh, Judaism. We talk about, you know, Federal Reserve, New World Order, talking about racism, just, just talk, 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 talk. We cover a lot of things. Again, this is my way of giving back to the community. Instead of working... My goal is to dispense knowledge, is to put knowledge in my ministry of the gospel. And I'm preaching the good news by way of exposing the enemy along with that good news. So this is what's happening on Tuesdays and Thursdays, family. Do not forget that, okay? The show time will probably not change. The show time probably will not change. We'll continue to do 9 to 11 but next week, just expect some friends. Some people may call in, and they may say, ah, I'm calling from Virginia. Hey, I'm calling from North Carolina. Hey, I'm calling from Boston. Just know you're going to hear some different names and people's from that you may not be familiar with, and that's okay because they're our friends. And we're going to help their families, and they're going to help our families. They're going to help our families by sharing some of the common things they're going through without spending a whole lot of time on the phone. They'll call in and say different challenges they have, and they want to play this particular clip for their family to help mend some wounds or hurts or whatever. This ain't no counseling show. I ain't got to, I'm not counseling nobody. Not only show it's not for that. Unless the most I want to use me that way, fine. I'm not sure. I'm not going to do it, but I, I, don't, I hope you don't use me. I, I, it's not something I like, but I'll do it. I mean, if, if you know, for whatever's worth, what I, what little bit I do know, not that I'm some perfect person, but it, the most I have these families to call from Tulsa or L.A. or Washington, the state of Washington or Idaho, wherever they call it from, and they got family issues, you know, you're more than welcome to call in anybody and press one and give them a, some encouragement or whatever. Okay, so we're just gonna open this thing up, and because it's not just about no Booker Douglas, and I mean, because Booker Douglas. Families and, uh, and friends can't always get along anyway. I mean, some of us, we just need others with a different, fresh approach to call in and uh, share. So I want you all to know I love every single one of you all. Everybody under the sound of my voice, I just haven't found anybody that has convinced me to hate them. And it's just nobody has that much power. Only person I can hate is 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 is, is evil spirits in our flesh and worldliness. That's the Bible say our enemies, the world, the flesh, and Satan. That's who you should be hating, not anybody on the planet. I don't care who they are. So we got four minutes, and I think we're gonna leave and be on time for a change. It's been a long time since I went off the air on time on either Tuesday, Thursday, or Sunday show. So this will be kind of unique. For us to go out on time, I do want. To, I want everybody to listen to this song. This song is gonna bless you. If you just listen to the words of this song, okay. What what faith you're of? Listen to the words of the song, family. Please, I beg you. If you don't do nothing else for me tonight, simply listen to the words of this song. 
it's very strong. No matter who you are, what you believe in, this is what we all strive for, to be able to say the words of this song. Can you really say the words of this song and mean it? If so, it would transform your life. It would transform your life. It's a little old song, and I played it on my Tuesday and Thursday show. I probably blew their mind because they're not used to hearing it. But uh, check this out, and I'm going to go ahead and wrap this show up. I uh, just want to say a quick prayer for the family since we're closing out the Book of Douglas family and friends, the traditional show we had, and starting something new starting next week. I just want to offer a word of prayer. Then we're going to go out with this song I was talking about earlier. Y'all, please stay tuned for the prayer and the song. And uh, just know that I love every single one of y'all, and ain't nothing you can do about it. It's nothing you can do about it. It's final. I love you. And I will do nothing to hurt you. I will always be spitting truth. They call spit. I will always be preaching truth on this blog and trying to bring people together and expose the enemy. This is how I give back. This is how one of the ways that I minister there's other ways, but this is the main way right now. Okay? Dear Heavenly Father, Most High, I want to thank you for everything you've done in this family and everybody that's participated. Please bless them and bless their families. This is what I pray. In the Savior's name, amen. Well, I've just been told that i got 60 seconds, so y'all may not even hear all the songs, but listen to as much of it as you can. All right? God bless. May the Most High be with every single one of y'all. Take out the song.